Welcome to All Turns and No Breaks. This isn't an ordinary show. This is NASCAR Talk for fans, by fans. What it do, what it do, what it do, 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 do you. Because <laughs> there's no Renee today, and Renee's the comedian out of the bunch. Yeah, it's me. I don't know. Should I say it's myself or is it me? You know, I'm not grammarly. Well, that's not even grammar. I don't know what that is. But yeah, <laughs> it's your girl, Tim. It's your boy, Kenny. Yep. And we got a special guest dowling in all the way from Jamaica. And most of you guys don't know the song Jamaican Funk. That's what it is. Ow. Okay. We love this guy. We met him on Clubhouse. Every week we are talking to you guys about Clubhouse. So we were like, dude, we got to get our number one guy from Clubhouse on All Turns No Break. Renee is driving back from Arizona, so he wasn't able to record or he's going to chime in with his predictions a little later, but he wasn't able to record as of right now. So we were like, dude, we had already asked Mahiri to come on the show, but it was the perfect time. We love him. You guys will love him too. So without further ado, let's welcome our guy from Clubhouse, Mahiri. What it do? Tell us a little bit about you. Oh, first of all, before he even talks, he's young. When I say young, he's younger than Kenny. <laughs> but he knows everything about NASCAR. <laughs> so, Mahiri, tell us how you got into NASCAR, who's your favorite driver, all that good stuff, and we'll jump into some Talladega talk after that. But go ahead. All right. What's going on, guys? My name is Mahiri. I am 19 years old. I'm a Jamaican NASCAR fan. And I, start, I started watching NASCAR in 2012. I was just flipping through the channel and I just went on Fox and Talladega was going on, which is very ironic given the race we're talking about today. But I, I just watched that race and I was like, yo, that was kind of heat. You know what I mean? And so I just kept watching and watching and here we are 2021. I've almost been watching NASCAR for 10 years, right? But my favorite NASCAR driver was Jimmy Johnson. But ever since he retired, I've kind of just been neutral to the whole field. I, I'm still a big fan of people like Bubba, Suarez, and Stenhouse. So I guess those are my four right now. But yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of almost all the drivers. I don't really have I dislike. So I'm, I'm kind of neutral right now, seeing that Jimmy's in IndyCar. Okay, well, we talk to you at least once a week on the clubhouse. We talk about Formula One, IndyCar. NASCAR. We just love you. If you didn't know, I'm going to say it again. We love you because you always bring an interesting perspective. The clickbait titles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So, well, we didn't even talk about our weekends. So you already know. I, although Renee's not partying yet because Vegas is open. So it won't be long before he's back in Vegas. In fact, I actually have friends in Vegas this weekend and I'm thinking about going to Vegas next weekend for my friend's birthday. So if I'm thinking about going to Vegas, Renee is probably already prepared to go to Vegas. 
I think Renee may have been in Arizona for a comedy show, but I'm not 100% sure. But when he chimes in a little later, he can let us know what the hell he's doing in Arizona. But with that being said, really quick, my weekend was fabulous and relaxing. Actually went to a new restaurant. There was a question in my book club that said, what is the last time you did something for the first time? And I thought to myself, oh my God, my life has become horrible. Well, I won't say horrible. That's a strong word. But the fact that this pandemic has stopped us from doing fabulous things, I was like, dude, I'm going to a new restaurant for the first time. Ironically, I met up with someone in my book club. So that was actually really cool. Hung out at the beach. I, well, it erased from my Instagram, but I, I got on my rollerblades. So that was pretty cool. I hadn't been on my blades in a minute. So I only did three miles and I was huffing and puffing. <laughs> I was tired. I was so tired when I got back to my car. I just sat there with those dango rollerblades on. My feet were heavy. But yeah, so that was my weekend. Kenny, what did you do? Oh, we're going to talk some Talladega. Don't worry, because Talladega was very much a part of my weekend. But Kenny, what did you do? I'm going to be honest with you. I did not do a ton this weekend. I literally washed my car, got some food. Of course, I watched all the races this weekend at Talladega, but I've been chilling. I haven't really done too much. Oh, also, I've been playing on my new computer, so I've been playing racing games and doing all that stuff. So it's been a little bit of a task to get everything back on my current computer. So I'm still working on that. But yeah, I had fun doing that. So I mean, that was cool, but nothing else really crazy. The weather was decent in Charlotte. I will say that it rained on Saturday, but Sunday was a gorgeous day as I'm looking out the window right now. Like it felt fantastic outside. So I was like, well, let me go wash my car. Let me go give it a wash for a change, you know, do something. You know, since it's always got pollen on it, and I am not a fan of pollen because I don't have allergies too bad, but yeah, nah, I can't do the pollen. Not a big fan, but unfortunately, that's part of spring, but not eventful as you and Horrene, whatever he did this weekend, I ain't got nothing on y'all as usual. So, Mahiri, what does one do in Jamaica on a weekend when you're only 19? (laughs) Well... What have I even done anything? Not really, if you're being real. Like, this is probably the first weekend in a while where I haven't had any work doing. Because this has been a very rough semester on me, like, mentally. And this was the first weekend I felt like I could just, like, you know, kick back and not not really worry about school that much. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I actually, I've done absolutely nothing. This, have I? Have I done anything? Wow. I really should have thought about this before I came because y'all told me you're going to ask me this. But I don't think I've done anything. <laughs> don't worry, because I mean, every week I have the same answer that you have now. I can never remember what I did. Just so happened this week. But in I my remember. defense, in my defense, there's not much to do if we're being real. Like, I've just been inside. Like, COVID's still a thing. I know some people are vaccinated, but like, it's still spreading, you know what I mean, where I live. Um, but I got my laptop here and I have free time now. So I'm going to whip up. I don't, I don't have any like PCs or any up to date consoles. So I'm just going to whip up the N64 emulator, run some NASCAR 2000. Man, that's a throwback. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> you couldn't throw any further back actually. <laughs> it, it holds up. 
well, it holds up surprisingly well. Well, here's a question for both of you guys. Did you watch the iRacing? The NASCAR iRacing? No, I wasn't I did. able I wasn't able to watch it. I saw the highlights. Yeah, I caught it. I watched it live. It was pretty interesting. Well, I did not catch it live because you guys know I just don't really do the video game iRacing stuff. Although when COVID first hit, I did watch probably three or four of those races, but I did see that Keelan, Kevin Harvick's son, yeah. race. Yep. And I was like, OMG. And I'm not I even think with a broken hand, too. Person. Yeah, I saw. I saw. So what happened was once I saw a little chatter, then I started backtracking. And I didn't even realize that Keelan has his own Instagram and Twitter account. Oh, yeah. I'm he like, legit. <laughs> yeah, he has more followers than us. Keelan Harvick should not be on Twitter, bro. But I, I, obviously, it's Delaney, Delana, the mom who's running it, I'm sure. Or maybe Shoot, it's I would like, hope so. Well, maybe it's KHI, which is Harvick's management company. But nonetheless, I saw where they were getting a steering wheel fitted so he can hold it with his cast. And I was like, dude, like that's big time. You know, that's like professional. He is big time. (laughs) He's already already carting, doing it. He's just like uh, Kyle Busch's son. He's racing legitimately. In real life as well. So, hey, I don't know. Maybe the next one, they might end up getting him on there. <laughs> well, I knew he was racing in real life. I just did not know that it was like super next level with the whole, he has his own PR marketing, you know. And of course, he has a sponsor, which is one of his dad's sponsors. But yeah. You got to get like, the kids yeah. right early. <laughs> but it's crazy because... Nope. We remember when he was in his mom's belly. Yeah, I I do remember that. That's so crazy. Once I think about it, like I remember when he was not here in the present, (laughs) you know, like, but now he is and he's like legitimately racing. And the iRacing thing was just off the off the charts. I couldn't believe it. Is Cash racing or no? Or he's probably hunting deer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Cash is racing, actually. Brexton's racing. Yeah, Brexton is. Yeah, Brexton Bush. Yeah, he's racing quite a bit. Is Larson's kid racing? I think. I'm not sure. I think maybe, or he will be soon. If if not, <laughs> somebody will put him in a cart or something at some point, I'm assuming. Well... I don't know if it's appropriate to give a shout out for this because the podcast may or may not be live before we actually talk to Jason Simmons, but I'm going to shout him out anyway. We are actually speaking to Jason Simmons on the Clubhouse app. Thank you very much. And Jason actually came up through karting as well as racing legends, and he now works for NASCAR. He's been there all many, many years. Still a young guy. Not as young as Kenny and Mahiri, but he's been there <laughs> long enough. He's, he's young enough, but he is in NASCAR racing operations and international strategy. So we are going to talk to him on the Clubhouse app about racing go-karts as well as legends and NASCAR and a whole bunch of other stuff. You guys may hear this podcast prior to the Clubhouse Room, but if you hear it after, just know next time 
when we tell you to get with us on Clubhouse, get with us. And then that way you mm-hmm. will be able to be a part of all of the rooms that we have lined up, which will mainly be NASCAR employees or people who are affiliated with NASCAR. We had Raja on last week and Raja races in ARCA. We've had a few of the pit crew guys on and our goal is to get Bubba. So Bubba, Bubba's people, somebody that knows Bubba, if you're listening, we want Bubba on the Clubhouse app to talk to us specifically. Okay, so speaking of Bubba, it is time for us to talk some Talladega. Bubba actually led a bunch of laps. So kudos, shout out to Bubba. He did not win, but you know who almost won? Maddie D, boos. Maddie D, Maddie D. I felt so bad though, because I'm like, dude, he is always there and he comes up short. So Kenny, because I usually give you guys the top 10, but because Renee's not here and I'm doing the intro and the outro and all that, and you guys already know I talk too much, I said, let me let Kenny give you guys the top 10. So Kenny, go for it. Top 10 for Talladega, Geico 500. It was a pretty wild but tame one at the same time, if that makes sense, but Brad Keselowski got the win. That is career win number 35 for the man. So that's pretty big on his part. Also, to add to Brad Keselowski's accolades, after winning this race, going back to 2010, that was the last time that he did, that he went without winning a race in every season since 2011. He has won at least one race. So that's a pretty crazy streak. (laughs) once you really think about it but he's one of the best super speedway races out there so i am not surprised at all second place was william byron third michael mcdowell your daytona 500 winner for some reason is always there at the end for the super speedway races no matter what happens fourth we were just talking about him kevin harvick fifth place matt benedetto sixth was kaz grala seventh was tyler reddick eighth tam's guy austin dillon (laughs) and <laughs> ninth place ryan blaney and to round out the top 10 cole custer so that is another top 10 for the boys over there Stuart haas who are struggling quite a bit so far this year notables so we had a couple things happen today not a lot of cars were wrecked we actually managed to not have a true big one had a, some pretty big a big wreck but not a huge huge big one so to speak um Harrison Burton, he finished at 20th. That was his first start in the NASCAR Cup Series. That is Jeff Burton's son. So that was a pretty huge deal for him. And he kept his nose clean all day, managed to keep the car in one piece, minus having the gas can um, follow him out of pit road at one point. And he got a penalty for that, obviously. But that happened to him. But good start for the young man. Now, the other two, Kyle Larson, very early in the race, he dropped back in the first couple laps of the race. and. He had engine problems. They tried to diagnose it, tried to fix it. Didn't work out. He ended up smoking out on the track and he had to come bring it back down to pit road. That was the end of his day right then and there. And then Joey Logano, who finished in 39th, his crash was pretty crazy. He flipped over and Bubba, his, if you saw his visor cam, he literally landed on his hood or at least the top of the hood and bounced off. After he flipped, which was pretty crazy. And, you know, Joey had a lot to say about that following the crash. He was, you know, pretty, 
he wasn't happy at all. Like he was not happy at all. He expressed his concern for safety in that situation because he said he was basically his head was basically up against the roll bar, which if you guys know Daytona 500 a year ago with Ryan Newman, that's kind of a similar situation, basically. So his head was like right there at the roll bar, which is crazy. Thankfully, he got out the car safely and there was no issues or he wasn't injured. But, you know, he was pretty concerned after that happened. And it's kind of weird because he also flipped in the iRacing race on Wednesday. It's very strange, but that's kind of how that panned out. But those are that's the top 10 and those are the notables. So I got to ask both of you, what did you guys think about the race? It was eerily reminiscent like. I love how you just mentioned that Logano flipped in the, the iRacing race because Kozlowski won the iRacing race as well. That was weird, man. Honestly, that is this race was, yeah, it was very weird. But like, this race was pretty, pretty good, man. Like, no big ones. So most of the competitive cars kind of stayed up front. I mean, if, if they weren't up front, it was their own fault if we're being real. But like... What can I say, man? Brad Keselowski is really, like, one of the greatest plate races, not just on the grid right now, but ever. Like, six Talladega wins is mad. I'm sorry. Like, and I said it, too, because I was watching the race, and I saw Fox talking about, oh, oh, Matt Benedetto, you know, Wood Brothers got 99 wins. Could this be number one? And I'm just sitting there like, yo, bro, watch Brad Keselowski win this race. I'm just sitting there. <laughs> and so said, so done. And I'm proud, man, because, like, watching Brad Kozlowski win at Talladega is something I anticipate now. Win number six. And I have literally been there for five. The only one I didn't see was uh, the, the first, first one back in 2009. Like, Kozlowski is unstoppable. But shout out Cass Grala. Because, yo, I love college racing, man. I love them in Xfinity. I love them in Cup. And we're... The unofficial result said he finished fifth, and I was losing my mind. But then he came sixth, but I don't care. Kaz Grala <laughs> top, top in, in college equipment, in cup, that, that deserves all forms of praise. All forms of praise. They make some what good super speedway about? cars, I swear. Oh, they definitely, that, yo, that's, um, that's a top ten in every race they competed in this weekend. Because they got all top 10s in the Xfinity race, too. I know win. That's mad. Yeah. Yeah. They had a, that's actually they had a fantastic weekend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who else can I mention? Blaney. Um, he's being real. I was surprised he didn't get a top five. I mean, like, this is Ryan Blaney and this is Talladega we're talking about. But, like, um, Matt DiBenedetto, I, I, he choked it when he went up high. When he went up high to block, Right after he passed the line, I was like, yeah, you're done, bro. He, he opened the door for Kozlowski to just push through, and then after that, he was just done. But uh, shout out Anthony Alfredo for finishing 12th in a furniture racing week. Shout out Ryan Priest. He was up front earlier, and he led a couple laps. You know, he, he managed to get a top you know, out of all of that, which is good. Uh, anyone else I can mention? Harrison Burton, because I love me some Gaunt Brothers racing. <laughs> I, I love the fact that he, yeah, I love Gaunt Brothers, man. Something about that '96 was good. I was a fan of them because Suarez drove for them. Yeah, and I remember <laughs> I was so mad when they failed to make the 500 because I was like two years in a row now. It's just like when when's it gonna happen, man? When's it gonna happen? 
but 20th. And he was, Harrison Burton was in the top 10, like, near the end of the race. I mean, he got shuffled back, but, like, yeah, man, a top 20 finish in your first cup race is very good. Um, Bubba Wallace, 19th. I feel like they screwed him over by not pitching when everybody else did because he, he lost a lot of spots on the first restart. Then he pit before the second restart, but he was just too far back to do anything with only two left. Um, that's about it. Denny Hamlin led the, led the most laps. Flipping got two penalties and wrecked out. It's just like, ugh. Still leading the points, though. Hey, look, death taxes and Denny Hamlin speeding up hit road. I'm sorry, Tam, but it just happens every single week. But not once, but twice. twice. Like, I was. <laughs> How do you let such a thing happen? The one time it's like, okay, but twice at Talladega, it's a wrap. But like, bro, how you how you on your way to serve a speeding penalty and, and like it, it, that should be the only thing on your mind is yo, don't slow down. <laughs> yeah, that's I guess that's what's really crazy about it. It's like it wasn't the one penalty and then 20, 50,000 laps later, but it was back to back. Like, dude, who, who, where they do that at? Well, I guess Denny does it at Talladega, right? <laughs> oh, my. So I do want to talk about Maddie D for a minute. Boy, you could feel that Maddie D wasn't going to win. Same. Literally. I- it's sad because you, you wanted him to win, but you knew he wasn't going to win. Except for my dad, he thought he was going to win. My dad called me right after the race. He was like, "Why did he, he's like, why did he go to the high line? He said, you should have stayed in the low. I was like, yeah, you should have stayed in the low lane. I agree. But yeah, my dad wasn't too happy. He was hoping the 21 did it, but it didn't work out. <laughs> Your dad did not Eric think Jones that could he have won this race too. He I did for he... a month. No, no, no. I mean, like at the end, like towards the end, because my dad told me he tuned in towards the end when he was leading. And shoot, to me, I thought he was he was fine. He had some pretty good speed, and then for some reason, he went back up to the high lane and should have stayed in the low lane and just got the push from there. I think he could have won it right then and there. Well, and what uh, another thing? Oh, something else stuck out to me. Just adding a little bit of my own thoughts to the situation with Joey. When he got airborne like that, it was just really weird because it was almost like he was skidding on, like as a if a ballerina would just be on one toe, if that makes sense. <laughs> like, I, I, that's not a great comparison, but I'm just trying to like visual. I mean, everybody who's listened to the podcast saw it. It was just a really weird airborne situation, you know? Yeah. But again, I'm glad that he was safe. And I, I as soon as, I already knew his comments were going to just cut through like, look, we need to... He, he, he said everything except we need to not race here anymore. And that's not going to happen. Yeah, he said, didn't say that, but yeah, it's probably not going to happen. I'm going to tell you that now, but yeah, that wreck was something else. It reminded me of Kyle Larson a few years ago, and he kind of like just got airborne on the backstretch almost the same way, because it just, I, I don't know, it just lifted up like it with with like zero effort that's what it looked like and it just happened but like i said earlier the visor cam on bubba's car like that's probably the craziest in race footage i've seen there in a while but yeah i'm glad he's good though like i said i'm glad he's good that's an, that's an album cover 
<laughs> but what's really crazy, I wish we had a clearer shot of Bubba's view. Because could you imagine the car is literally on? It wasn't even like, I don't know how to, to, to I can visualize it. I just don't know how to explain it. But it literally was like there and then it flipped over Bubba's car. It was pretty wild to watch. You know, we loved we loved Talladega because, you know, it's super speedway racing. I don't know too many people who don't like Talladega, but it's moments like that where you second guess like, uh, you know, you don't want to see anybody get injured. But yeah, so. I think that's all we can say about Talladega. You know what? We stopped. I haven't in a while, but we were usually on Twitter ask people around the end of stage two, did they like the race? So since we didn't ask that poll, I guess we will present it now. Kenny, what did you think? Did you enjoy Talladega? Honestly, yes. I thought it was a pretty clean race. And the funniest thing about this, right? I was randomly thinking about there was a race and I I have no idea how people will react to this today. I think it was 2001 was the last time a Talladega race went without any cautions. And the thing about that race was I remember it vividly and it was it's, it was a good race. Like it's an overall good race. People were able to pass one another. Just nobody wrecked. Like literally nobody wrecked at all. You know, Talladega is obviously known for that. And oh one, I believe, was when the the package for then was in a transition mode to make the super speedway racing more exciting. And that was a really good race, but there were no cautions. I feel like people would have been mad today if that happened like that. And I even saw people mad about the fact that it wasn't any, there wasn't a big one and there wasn't enough record. I'm like, whoa, if there is more, you know, people call it a, you know what show right then and there. And when we get it to go clean, oh, that's boring. I'm like, nah, I thought it was fine. I think that's fine. I'm cool with a bill, a million dollar, a bunch of million dollar cars not getting torn up. I'm okay with that. I'm sure team owners feel the same way. <laughs> but, you know, I thought it was solid. Good race. Again, Brad Keselowski proving himself again and why he's one of the best super speedway racers in the field, no doubt. And uh, we got our ninth winner in 10 races and we may get another one coming up at Kansas. Mahiri, what did you think about Talladega? Uh, I just felt good to be right about who was going to win because <laughs> I, I, this is, well, that's one, and it's just because I had no witnesses. It's just, it's that deal I made with myself almost. Like, I was just sitting there like, yo, Frank is all she's going to win this race. And so said, so done. And going back to what Kenny said, man, he's not one of the best restrictive plate right, racers in the field. He's one of the best restrictive plate racers of all time. All time. Oh, wait, There's no, 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 no. All time, time six, Talladega. <laughs> no, 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 no. I need you to put some respect on Junior's name, Senior's <laughs> name. No, 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 he's no, up no. There with, he's literally up there with him now. No, no, <laughs> no, they, no, aren't, no. Aren't, Ken, aren't they tied now? Isn't no, no. So if you guys, now you're starting to understand why we love Mahiri and why we wanted him on the podcast because he he says outrageous stuff like this on Clubhouse. No, this is outrageous. This is outrageous. You know what? We might have to be one of the goats. 
we we might have to name this episode like literally this is outrageous but i will say this he I'm is gonna in- put a question mark <laughs> and say keselowski the goat oh yep, man definitely he- Hey, look, he's, he's definitely senior. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get some people, you know, talking about that. But I mean, in the grand scheme of things, he's right up there along with them statistically wise. There is no doubt. I will say the ironic, you know, talking about Dale Jr. is guess who found him and pretty much gave him that shot? Dale Jr. <laughs> you know, it's, it's so wild how that happened. Dale Jr. Yeah, definitely. How many wins at Talladega does? Or how many wins at Daytona does Brad have? One. Daytona, one. I think it should just be one. Yeah, one. Okay. But it's close zero four hundred. It would have been two if. Um, so let's just end you know. the end this conversation now. How many wins does? No, nah, but ta- no, ta- no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I do that, Tom. I just did it. Be... What are you talking about? I can't do it. No. <laughs> there, you can't. You can't tell me ten NASCAR drivers all time that are better on plate tracks than Brad. You literally can't. Not possible. Six, six, bruh. But how many does Junior <laughs> have at Talladega and Daytona? Combined, more than just six. Yeah, gotta be. Yeah, probably. Like I can't tell. I can't tell you off the top of my head. I'm sorry. I usually do. <laughs> I think I wrote an article about this a while ago. He has a lot. I think it's ten. No. Mm, Wait. If you, do the I think if you combine the them. Count? Nah, do the I, I usually don't. Count? I, I usually don't count that. Nah. All right, good because that's like how many five hundred? He has two Daytona five hundred, right? Pepsi yep. Four hundred in two thousand one. Uh, he he won that race that Austin Dillon hit the catch fence in. That's like that was crazy. I remember that. <laughs> that's like ten super speedway wins in all. I mean, like, yeah, Brad has seven. There's, but what's the point? Like I said, you trying to convince me that he's the greatest? No, he's not. <laughs> he's the, he is the he is the closest thing we have right now to Dale Senior. That ass, he oh, is. <laughs> Okay, you know what? Do I need to pull up my racing reference? Like, I have have written articles. Remember when I used to oh, write man. for the drive, I used to always tally up the numbers and stuff like that. And as you guys all know, my memory is not the best, but it's good enough to know that Brad is not the greatest at super speedway racing. He's great. I said he's one And he's off. won a lot. But one he, off. No, no, no. <laughs> Don't you gonna put you know yeah. what you gonna put some respect on DW's name? You gonna put some respect <laughs> on Richard Petty's name, Dale Senior, <laughs> and Dale Junior. And I don't even know how many wins I, DW I, has at Talladega or at Daytona, but you gonna respect him <laughs> and Petty today. Oh man, y'all are funny. I respect them. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is that Brad is literally up there with them after winning this race. And okay, that's no fine, but he's not the greatest. And as, I mean. as <laughs> long as you understand that, that, we're great. Oh well, Kenny, you know what, Kenny, break this, break this conversation. All right, hold up. Who's hold the up. greatest? All right, look, I ain't doing that. Number two, I just want to say this. No. <laughs> this right quick speaking of Bradowski, officially now he passed inspection so he is your winner so we do truly have nine winners i just want to move on because <laughs> i like them all and i think i think modern in the modern sense in the last like 10 years or so 
or five, I'm going to say five years. I think that's a better, a better gauge. Probably the last five years, he's definitely the best plate racer in the field. I can definitely say that without a doubt. I ain't debating the GOAT thing, though. Y'all got that. That's all, y'all. <laughs> okay, so we're going to move on, and we are going to... Well, first of all, what else is going on in NASCAR? I feel like I'm missing something. We talked about iRacing. Joey Gantz wrecked the Davialis team. Unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately that also happened but i guess the other thing that's coming up in about a week is the next gen car that will be unveiled officially chevy toyota ford will all show their real cars that will be on track for the 500 next year so that's pretty exciting i'm looking forward to that because i'm amped up about the new car honestly it looks cool okay well we will be looking out and we will talk about that i'm sure next week way more than we're going to talk about it today because we haven't seen anything to talk about but we will talk about it next week mahiri did you want to add anything about the next gen car you excited what was how you feeling about it beautiful one of the best things i've ever seen on a track i can't wait to see how the manufacturers you know modify it to fit you know the the look of the car that it's being modeled after. But we'll see, man. Like, when is it? May 5th, I believe? So we got a couple Yeah, May 5th. Days. Yeah, we got about a week and a half. It will definitely be worth it. One more thing to add about Talladega. When I saw Michael McDowell behind Brad, I, I kind of I got very scared. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think he probably thought the same thing after what happened to the 500. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. It's funny I was because, I wasn't even thinking of it in the moment though. Well, it's funny when you think about that kind of stuff because oh, Renee's not here, but as we always say, we're not Danica haters. We're just not Danica fans. It was almost reminiscent now that you think about it of when Danica was on the track. You always knew you you didn't want to be around her because something was gonna go down. So mm. to your point, Mahari, it definitely was now that I think about it. I do vividly for a split second remember thinking about McDowell being by Kozlowski at you know towards the towards the end. But hey, you know what? Kaz led one lap, the lap that counted. Yup, yup. So yeah. Wait, who won stage two? Matt? Nah, Bubba. Bubba. No, Bubba won stage two. Yeah, who won stage won? one? Oh, Jesus, I don't know why that's uh, slipping me. Yeah, I got Stage confused. One was won by the Benedetto. So Matt won stage one and Bubba won stage two? Yes. Yeah, you know what? Actually, yes, because it ended under caution. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, that's right. That's happening. right. That's right. Actually, because all the stages ended under caution, almost. Which is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Because it, it, you know, well, it was that. It doesn't that surprise energy. me. Yeah, no, it was that energy. Yeah. It's almost like it's always the big one at super speedways towards the end. For this particular mm-hmm. race, it was like an accident at the end because it's that nervous energy. Like you could just feel something's about to go down. But okay, yeah, I saw, I saw the last, I saw the stage two crash, and I was like, bro, imagine being involved in an accident because at the moment. It looked like Denny Hamlin's fault. I don't think it actually was, but like, bro, imagine, imagine being taken out by a lap car. He should have just hung back. That's what he should have did. 
<laughs> exactly. I don't know why he was like. I knew he wanted to stay with the lead pack, but like, bruh, this has not been your day at all. Danny can't get right. It wasn't Rick Hendricks' day at all either. Rick Hendricks. No. That's what I was just going to say. <laughs> it's funny. I was going to say that Denny can't get right. And today, Hendrick couldn't get right either. Because I think the three of their cars got taken out in one, one accident, right? Yeah. Oh, Willie B was the only one that mm-hmm. made it to the end. <laughs> he finished second out of nowhere. Willie B. And Stuart Haas. Boy. Oh, boy. Kevin, didn't Harvick lead a lap or so? He led 12. Yeah, he led for a little bit. Not too much, though. Yeah, you're all just like, Stuart what is Haas happening? All the in the top 15, man. They all finish in the top 15. So I'm but like, top 15 is nothing. Pass. Like, we need them in the top five. They got one top 10. You know what I mean? Well, actually, Eric. Eric well, two. <laughs> Excuse me. They got two. They got two top. Sorry. Eric led a lap as well, right? <clears throat> Uh, yeah, Almirola led sixteen laps actually. Yeah, he left yeah, for a little bit. It was so bit. quick, I forgot. I, that's why I said a lap, but I guess sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's move on and off of this topic, and it is time for some prediction. I had to end it that way. It's time for race predictions. As I was doing my prediction, you know, my usual long hold of the prediction, I was thinking, is Renee going to join us? So, without further ado, Renee, who you got? Hey guys, this is Renee Garcia from All Turns No Breaks, and here are my predictions for Kansas. We are in Kansas this week, and my pick for the winner to take home the checkered flag is going to be none other than Joey Logano. I'm sticking with Team Penske. The number 22 is my pick. My alternative pick is going to be number nine, Chase Elliott. I'm going with Chase Elliott as my alternative pick. Joey Logano is my main pick to win the race in Kansas. Now, sorry I couldn't be on the uh, episode of uh, All Turns No Breaks uh, this time around with uh, my girl Tam and my boy Front Row Kenny. But I'm sure they held it down. And either way it goes, I will be back next week on the following podcast to be with you. I just happened to be in Arizona this past weekend. I was actually outperforming doing a show. And it was absolutely fantastic. But I can't wait to be back on the next episode of All Turns No Breaks. You guys take care of yourselves and be safe. Kenny, who you got? Man, so normally me and Renee... Oh, well, actually, picking... you know what? I'm being rude. We should have asked Mahiri <coughs> who he had first. Yeah, you know what? Actually, let's do that. He's the guest, so let's do that. Mahiri, who you got to win at Kansas? Who is your pick to win, and who's your alternative pick? Well, I guess I can... the only thing I can use for reference right now is like how they performed at mile and a half. So when I look at somebody like Lars, how well he did at Vegas, when I look at somebody like, well, we got Blaney, he won Atlanta. You know, so going off of that, I guess hmm, I like I like Hendrick right now, man. Their speed is their speed is really there. You know what I'm saying? But I guess it's between Hendrick and I want to say Penske. I feel like Penske tend to be good each 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 week, man. Like Penske are one of the best teams in NASCAR for being real. So I always root for them. So I think. Penske is going to be 
one of those guys. I don't know which one of them. Brad could very well go two for two. I'm pretty, he's won Kansas before, but I mean, I don't remember how recently. But yeah, man, how many mile and a half have we had? Only two, right? Las Vegas and Atlanta, and I guess Homestead. Yeah, that's it so, so far. Well, Hendrick have won two of those three, so I guess they are the favorites. Chase hasn't won a race yet. Chase has won at Kansas before. So I don't know, man. Y'all know I'm not a predictions person, but I guess if I had to throw a name out there, let's see. I hope Chase wins to get all the Hendrick cars in there. But if it's not Chase, it's either going to be one of his teammates or a Penske car. Okay. Kenny, who you got? Well, that's all right. That's not a bad pick, honestly. Uh, we're talking like historic wise chase last time he won there was in the fall of 2018 i think he's the last hendrick driver to win there i think he was the first to get it since 2015 with joey logano i mean excuse me jimmy johnson jesus um but for me i am actually going to do the same thing and go with the hendrick stable but i'm also going to pick someone who has won already i'm going with alex bowman I think he'll, he will do pretty good at Kansas. He has been sharp so far. He stole a win at Richmond. <laughs> and for some reason, at mile and a half tracks like Kansas, for example, or Chicagoland, he has been pretty solid there. So I think he's a solid pick going into the next week. And then for my alternative pick, I'm actually going to go with Tam's guy, Denny Hamlin. Last time he won there was 2000, last year, actually. He won there last year, and that was a back-to-back thing for him because he won in 2019. And in 2020, so I'm rocking with picks. I'm sticking to those. What say you, Miss Tam? You should see the smile on my face when you said Denny Hamlin's name. I knew it. (laughs) You already know. I told you guys I'm going to pick Denny until the wheels fall off. In fact, if I actually go to Vegas next (laughs) week, I'm going to put money on Denny Hamlin. Okay. So Denny is my pick to win. And my alternative, now that Brad. Kislowski has won. I'm going to go with another veteran and I am going to go with Harvick as my alternative. So those are my picks. Denny Hamlin for the win and nope, Denny Hamlin for the win. Yep. And Kevin Harvick as my alternative. So there you have it. Those are our picks. What say you? What say you guys when it comes to who's the best at super speedway racing. Never mind that guy, Mahiri. He won't be back on the show (laughs) with all that type of talk. Don't worry. (laughs) Yes, I will, man. I always have to to hit y'all with the the cold, hard opinions, man. I'm not cookie cutter. Yes, yes. We will have you back for sure. Do not worry. We may even have you back next week. So... We appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. We enjoyed you. We actually laughed very hard. And not that we don't laugh every week, but this week, I think it was a different type of laughter because we just laugh in general about just regular stuff, but we actually really dug a little deeper into NASCAR. So thank you. Appreciate having you on the show. And yeah, you can find us on the Twitter. We need to get a little bit more active on the Twitter because we just kind of let that fall by the wayside. And you already know we don't even post to Facebook anymore, but we do have um, some news that filters on our Facebook account. Our Facebook is Turns No Breaks. 
the Twitter is Turnstone Breaks. And we actually posted on Instagram for the first time in a while because we actually posted the video from Joy Logano's accident at Talladega. And the Twitter is Turnstone Breaks. If you want to join us on the Clubhouse app, search for NASCAR Talk and look for the black and white logo because there are two NASCAR Talks, but we're the number one NASCAR talk room or club. I always say club or room when I meant to, what I mean to say club. Uh, you guys know what I'm saying. Search for our club, not room, but we do have rooms in our club. Get it? Good. And yeah. Oh, and we also talk in the black interest in motorsports. So that's actually a pretty interesting club. So shout out to that club as well, because we are part of that. But yeah, without further ado, thank you, booze. Thank you very much. We look forward to speaking with you next week on All Turns No Break. See y'all. Don't forget, drink your water. Stay hydrated. Oh, Mahiri doesn't know. You have to say something really <coughs> quick at the end. <laughs> uh, shout out All Turns No Breaks. Follow me on IG if you feel like it. Oh, yeah, we forgot. <laughs> Give your, your Instagram a shout out. Duh. We should have said that at the beginning. What's all right. All right, guys. You can find me on Instagram at the D-I underscore unpaid intern with a one <laughs> instead of an I. And you can find me on YouTube at unpaid intern, unpaid, one instead of an I, N-T-E-R-N. Yes. Okay. We'll link it in the podcast description. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thanks so much for tuning in. 